Okay, uh, welcome to today's podcast. I have two guests from Lamour, right? Exactly. I heard that you guys travel a lot. Really? <laughs> yes, it's it's part of our job. Uh, yeah. It's uh, it's part of the nature of the job that we are doing. Uh, we have to provide uh, services and sell our equipment uh, around the world. So yes, many trips are uh, are required in order to fulfill uh, the mission of, of, yeah. of our company. Why don't we uh, let's start again? I'll I'll ask uh, to that you guys can introduce to yourselves. So we'll start with that, and then we'll go to Nigeria. All right, so uh, welcome to today's podcast. I have two guests from Lamour. Can you uh, introduce yourself, guys? Yes, uh, I'm Elias Pavlidis. I'm the health and safety manager of uh, Lamour. All right, welcome. Yes, and my name is uh, Marcus Neustedt, and I'm the technical director of Lamour. Welcome, welcome. So I heard a rumor that you guys travel a lot. Uh, that's true. That's yeah. true. Is the is the nature of our job? We're providing services around the world. Uh, we're selling our equipment around the world. So it's necessary to travel in all the edges of, of this planet in order to provide services and support our customers. All right. All right. So uh, so how many days do you travel uh, in a year? I'd say forty to fifty yeah. days a year. Yeah. Average. Yeah. Yeah, something more than ten percent of yeah of our of our time. So, uh, so what part of the world do you travel? Is it just around the world or all over, or is it some part of the world that you travel more uh, these days? Or for myself, I would say that the only places that I've never been are Australia and New Zealand. All the others I've been in in Asia. America, North and South, Africa, Europe, so in many places around around the world. All right, all right. So, um, how about you? Yeah, I would agree. It's it's more or less all over. I mean, that's where we have the clients. Then, then that's where we go. So it's not some specific areas. Mm. Europe, Africa, Asia, Australia, New Zealand, Americas. Yeah. So there must be a lot of stories behind. If you travel a lot, you're a lot away from home and then, you know, uh, traveling for work, there must be some stories behind there, right? Uh, there are, and it's not only the, the places that we're visiting, yeah. and I'm sure that uh, Marco can, Marcus can say more, but it's also the, the nature of our job. Uh, we are responding in emergencies. Mm-hmm. Our mm-hmm. equipment is uh, spill response equipment. So we are going in some places, not under very normal and usual conditions that we are just trying to fulfill our obligations. There is an emergency in most of the mm-hmm. cases. Yeah. There is a spill, a fire, and sunk vessel. So cases like this, uh, like these ones. Uh, so so, they so they're really interesting to you know go there. You know, it's not, not not nice to see an emergency, but then then again, it's always a uh, it's a, it's different different kind of emergency, and and there's a lot going on, so to speak, right? Yes. yes. Well, I would say that there's emergencies, of course, yes, but then there's two other things that you can go to a meeting that mm-hmm. may be in a wherever in their their office, which is then perhaps more standard. But then you also have the site visits to, mm-hmm. to the client or where actually they're going to use the equipment. Yeah. And that's not necessarily an office and not necessarily the most nice areas either. Yeah. So yeah. I would say that that's, that's where the more interesting parts elements come up. Yeah. 
the preparation time of, of a trip like this is, is, a, is a key factor that mm-hmm. will make mm-hmm. it challenging or, uh, or not, or you know, boring or more interesting. Uh, because in some cases, as Marcus said, if you are going for a plant uh, site visit or meeting the client, yes, you have your time to be prepared and everything to be scheduled. Mm. But when you are going suddenly, just after a phone call, mm. this is adding also uh, some difficulty in, in, in the trip that, that you are doing. Mm. You don't really know where you're going. You, you know the country, you know the yeah. where to head, and then someone's going to pick you up take you somewhere <laughs> you don't really know exactly if their arrangements are done you know roughly what you're going to do yeah but then then you just need to take it from there and and try w- to cope one with good it. example of what marcus is saying is that uh, for example kazakhstan mm-hmm. is such a big country mm-hmm. and it's it's relatively near to to europe but the weather between south and uh, north is mm. totally different yeah so yeah. i was planning to a trip over there so I, I didn't know what clothes I should take because the temperature uh, in the north it was 2 degrees yeah. in the south it was 25 so really you don't know even what clothes you, you will take with you you have to be let's say, creative and try to cover yeah. all the so has there already been a trip that you packed for winter and then it was summer yes yes <laughs> <laughs> you have to do that and it, it will happen it yeah. will happen for sure yeah 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 the worst is the other way around that you plan that it's warm <laughs> and it's cold. Oh yeah, yeah. That you need to go and buy a jacket or something. So yeah, uh, yeah. So there's a like I said, I I there must be a stories because uh, you travel a lot. So uh, any close close by, has anything happened? You know, uh, once you're traveling. Yeah, there is. yeah. good and For- bad. <laughs> Yes, for for myself, I would say that one of the most challenging places that I, in difficult place I've been, it was in in Iraq, mm-hmm. uh, in oh. northern Iraq. Okay, uh, I was there for almost uh, three years, but it was not only the place as place; it was also mm-hmm. the period that I've been there. Mm-hmm. It was from 2013 until 2015 mm-hmm. that all this issue with ISIS it was yeah. in in its peak. So, so you was, were there. Yes, I was there. I was there. Mm. I was living in Erbil, uh, which is actually the capital city of autonomous area of Kurdistan, which is not a separate independent country, mm-hmm. but it's an autonomous area within uh, Iraq. Okay. Uh, and uh, the city that it was the headquarters of ISIS, it was mm. Mosul. Mm-hmm. It was only 80 kilometers from Erbil. <laughs> I don't know if 80 kilometers sounds as too much far away or close no it was close it sounds like it was close (laughs) so 80 kilometers wow yes so you spent three years there yes so what did you what were you what was your what were you doing why did you spend three years Uh, close to ISIS so to speak uh, working in this industry in oil spill response and uh, we were serving some big oil companies that they were drilling and exploring for or producing uh, oil so we should uh, have some standby equipment and personnel mm-hmm. in case uh, of a spill. Mm-hmm. Of course, uh, there were a few minor spills that we responded, uh, mm-hmm. but also we, uh, we were getting prepared for mm-hmm. an event. So we were doing some drills, exercises, training for our personnel and the personnel of our clients. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the challenges, for example, was that we wanted to visit a site uh, that normally by car it would be, let's say, one hour. 
mm-hmm. but due to the restrictions, because many areas over there were controlled by ISIS, mm-hmm. we should make some very big rounds, and we were driving for five or six hours oh. in order to do a, a simple trip of one hour that would be so easy. So did you see any uh, fighting? Actually, there was a very serious incident. It mm-hmm. was in August 2014. Mm-hmm that uh, it was the period that ISIS start leaving Syria, uh, expanding to Mosul and going yes. southern mm. near to Baghdad. Uh, and we were listening these stories and news and uh, that uh, they were uh, going forward. But suddenly one night, uh, it's probably one of the nights that I will never forget in my life, yeah. uh, I was uh, in my office with my uh, operations superintendent. We were together, we worked until late, eight o'clock something like that mm-hmm. and when he left the office after a few minutes he just texted me and he told me i think i should return at the office i just asked why yeah. we were one hour ago together mm-hmm. uh, his village it was between mosul and erbil so mm-hmm. his father called him and he told him that isis was there Ooh. all the people from the village evacuated they were in yeah. the mountains and were actually fighting exchanging gunshots with with isis so mm-hmm. he told me that probably you have to evacuate the country. Yeah. Uh, so this is what we did. Yeah. Uh, ISIS arrived until 20 kilometers from, yeah. from Erbil. Yeah. Finally, they didn't enter the city. Mm-hmm. But you can imagine that it was a very difficult night that we should, uh, mm-hmm. according to the plans that we had, they should collect all the documents of the company, all the money in cash, stamps, mm-hmm. uh, server backups in, in yeah. hard drives. I should have all this with me, mm-hmm. some personal stuff. And uh, how did you ca- how, how can you carry everything yeah. from the office? <laughs> I didn't carry everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As I yeah. told you, just the most important documents, uh, some mm-hmm. stamps and uh, hard drive of the server and yeah. the copy and things like that. But the, the, the funny thing was that the first available flight was for next morning. Mm-hmm. And of course, we didn't choose the des- destination. Yeah. We yeah. selected the first flight yeah, yeah, everywhere anywhere. it goes. It doesn't really <laughs> matter. Just exactly. let's, let's get out But of here. That yeah. was next morning. Yeah. So what are we doing until me- next morning? So we, we gathered together with mm-hmm. my superintendent's family in his house mm-hmm. and we were just waiting. Yeah. And we can hear gunshots, you, you can imagine. And actually our plan was that if something will happen, mm-hmm. we are just taking company's car and we'll drive, we will head to Turkey. Mm-hmm. Because actually it was the only option we had. We couldn't go to Syria. The, the war there was uh, uh, in, in its uh, most difficult times. South, it was not an option because ISIS was going to Baghdad and controlling that area. East, it was uh, Iran. Again, no option. So our mm-hmm. only option was north to Turkey. And I'm very lucky because as, as Greek, I don't require a visa for Turkey. Ah. So probably it would yeah. be very easy for me even crossing the borders by, by walking. It was oh. a difficult, difficult moment. Yeah. So what happened? Do you... Uh, Get into the flight or... No, no uh, finally ISIS didn't arrive in Erbil. Oh, yeah, they yeah, stayed yeah, yeah, uh, 20 yeah. kilometers yeah. From, from Erbil. So this night passed, you know, uh, let's say relatively quietly. And next morning that uh, I arrived uh, in Abu Dhabi, mm-hmm. Barack Obama announced the airstrikes against ISIS. And they started the airstrikes. Mm-hmm. So after the airstrikes, ISIS returned back in Mosul. Mm-hmm. And after 2014, we all know what happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they started... Yeah. Uh, So you flew to, uh, uh, did you say Dubai or? Abu Dhabi. Abu, Abu Dhabi, Abu yeah. Dhabi. So uh, um, did you have a place there or you, ju- you just took the first flight? And, and no, no, I, I yeah. took the first flight yeah, yeah. and yeah. I yeah. went there in, in the hotel. And oh, 
I that want... must be, like you said, a night that you don't, you don't forget. Yes, you, you, you understand so many thoughts. In, in yeah. So, and simple things. For example, are you calling your family or no? Are mm. you informing them or no about this? Yeah, yeah. They know that you are in a in an area. Which you want to make them worry? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Because there's nothing so that they can the do. What is the meaning? To, yeah. <laughs> to call them and say what? So did you call? To be honest, yes, I called uh, my yeah. my wife. It was yeah. my fiance that yeah. time. But I called her. Yes, I should. Yeah. But not all the others. For example, my kids, my brother. Yeah, yeah. My mother. I just kept it. You know. Yeah. I said if something will happen, <laughs> will happen. Nothing will change. There is no reason to. So you didn't use work. the Facebook. Uh, I'm safe at <laughs> uh, no <laughs> i didn't uh, oh that's a that's a story i just can i can imagine i can only imagine what you felt like being there here in the gunfight and, and the funny thing is that uh, after one and a half months that uh, i returned back mm. and i continue living there for, for, <laughs> just for back and for a year it's all fine now yeah <laughs> when my when my wife visited the place uh, for example, the, one of the attractions that she should see it was uh, the American Embassy Consulate mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. it was bombed. <laughs> so ah, yeah. You were walking there, and you, <laughs> instead of any other sightseeing, hey, here is the place that they bombed uh, last month. So. Oh, I'm afraid to ask, do you have any stories? Is that, is that you started with the bo- bomb, so to speak? <laughs> no, I wouldn't say not directly with 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 any threat like that. In case it's more like yeah. a. Any, well, funny, I any, many, any funny stories? <laughs> uh, funny story. Well, I had one. One was um, we headed up to Tule Air, Air Base in Greenland, so mm-hmm. really north, north uh, west, mm-hmm. and uh, it was supposed to be a few days training. Yeah, it's really a nice. It's just a small, small uh, area for the Air Force. I don't know, three hundred people living there. Mm-hmm. There's actually, for example, there's no roads out. So mm. they don't have any fence or anything because you can't go anywhere. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> I had my uh, or was supposed to have my 14th, uh, 40th birthday party. Mm-hmm. But then I got stuck there. It was just wind. So it was so strong winds. So I got stuck there for for five extra days. And then <laughs> five my five days. <laughs> yeah. In the end. Yeah. Before yeah. I was home. Yeah. And then I already called my wife earlier to say that I will not be able that we need to cancel well anyway she said well why cancel all the mm. all the persons are coming already so they kept the party and they sent me a picture <laughs> so <laughs> oh from the party how it did you have my party so they had <laughs> so they had a good party so you they had were, were you just apparently they had a good party even if I was there or no so <laughs> <laughs> it was not any party 40 years 40 years birthday yeah. yeah but i guess if you travel a lot then you it's bound you to happen to yeah. something exactly yeah, yeah. yeah. so uh, and i would say then then uh, some other not perhaps the the funny or so but but also a lot of these travels is that uh, what we think is is perhaps an adventure or, or different or something but you need to also put it in in another perspective that for some it's the daily life Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's yeah. it's we consider some of these uh, yeah. trips and adventures that they're really, really special or or, or something that you remember. But mm-hmm. but for it's many the, of them, like like um, uh, I was to to the Peruvian jungle. We had a, a mm-hmm. quite okay. lot of of, um, of work there mm-hmm. two three years ago. Started with with pipeline um, uh, leakages. Okay. So uh, at some point. 
I was requested to go there to just have a observe and, and make a kind of assessment how it's going and if there's something we could improve or, or do differently. Mm-hmm. And um, it was an exciting trip to, to be two weeks in the jungle living in a tent <laughs> um, <laughs> must have been, going yeah. with the helicopter because there's actually no roads um, uh, yeah. coming back by boat because the weather is so bad that the helicopter can't take you back so you spend 14 hours on a boat in a river <laughs> coming there but yeah in the end this is how our colleagues workers there in in peru that's mm. that's yeah, it's, maybe it's their daily job for yeah, me it was yeah. not a daily <laughs> daily work at all it not was, the other it day was quite different office, so to speak no exactly <laughs> so it, it was was yeah. exciting for me to 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 be there but for them it's yeah so guys must have your phones full of pictures it's like what yes. do you there's yes. a few it's just, <laughs> if you travel a lot then you take a lot of photos you go there's to amazing places and then I don't know if Marcus was taking pictures of the mosquitoes to compare where are bigger in <laughs> Finland or in <laughs> Peruvian jungle. So how was the jungle? Was it? It was. It was wet. It was hot, right? It was. It was wet and hot, and you yeah. needed to be take care of where you stepped. I remember when I was there, they had ha- they had one accident. So one one it was a little rainy, mm-hmm. and one guy he slid through the bushes and there was a, a, a snake Ooh. and they they had at all the sites they have a medic yeah. but uh, i would say was it a matter of about half an hour an hour when he needed to get the the Ooh. antivenom yeah in order for him to survive yeah so it's it kind of put things in perspective that it's yeah you need to be a careful a little where you go and where you do on the other hand i mean yeah. when we work there we scare off also the majority of the animals so mm-hmm. in all honesty i would say i was a little surprised about the I didn't really see any animals or yeah. things like this because we scare them off when we do the w- when there's so many people walking there and, and we do the, the cleanup work. So, so but there's the hidden. Yeah. You have the snakes and you have the spiders and you have whatever you'll. Scorpions. We scorpions, had many scorpions yeah. In, yeah. In, in Iraq. So I guess all the, the the bigger animals they only attack if they uh, need to you know defend them defend yeah. themselves or something. Yeah. So. Uh, so I don't, I don't think it's very common in the end. Yeah. Yeah. With the scorpions, it was a, it was a, let's say a bit different because yeah. in Iraq the scorpions were trying to find a cool place to to stay. Mm-hmm. So they were hidden in the shadow of some barrels, drums, mm-hmm. or uh, equipment. So when you were trying to pick up uh, mm-hmm. something, a pump or a hose, mm-hmm. you could be bitten by a scorpion Ooh. that was resting over there trying to. Yeah, because we don't have those those kind of animals in Finland. We we're not used to you know being scared of the you know scorpions or, or whatever you've got we have you know we have snakes and, and so on but not the uh the kind of snakes that you find in a in the rainforest or yeah or then the mosquitoes yeah yeah whatever you cockroaches can. can be an issue in some hotels or rooms yeah we yeah. had a nice room together yeah. with Ilias in kazakhstan a year back yeah I would say that maybe I was. I thought that maybe Marcus would describe this uh, as a funny <laughs> trip and story yeah. because he had the bad luck to sleep with me in the same room. Yeah, uh, I'm snoring. Cockroaches, like hell. <laughs> cockroaches is nothing. He's snoring is much worse. <laughs> that was an interesting side as well. I mean, it was yes, three hours something. drive from the closest yeah. city. Yeah. Again, there's the mm. the workers. They live there, but I would say for for our standard, it was perhaps a little different. 
Uh, I drove from the working site uh, until mm-hmm. the nearest city that Marcus said, mm-hmm. and uh, it was the first time that so many different animals crossed the road that I was driving. Yeah, we met camels, camels? dogs, horses, uh, horses, <laughs> uh, cows, sheep, uh, sheep, uh, cats, dogs, and all of them were <laughs> crossing the road that I was driving. Yeah. So it was an experience that. So you saw a lot of animals. Did you see any any people? <laughs> Except we can see people. Yeah, <laughs> the but yeah. between the site and the city, you don't see any people. No, yes. Yeah, yeah. It's just nothing. There's yeah. three hours of nothing except these animals. Yeah. So I guess you ha- you guys have an amazing job. You can you know travel the world, see the world, experience things that you know. Yes. Yeah. Yes. No, I'm not saying that confronting ISIS is 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 nice but, but still. you see that we are here safe yeah. and yeah. making fun of it we are describing yeah. but yes of course there are difficulties also it's not only funny moments and yeah. things like that and yeah. in some cases you are in hurry you want to do your job and there are things that are not allowing you to do this for example i'm sure that marcus faced this as well uh, this issue with visas and stamps and mm-hmm. in some cases can yeah. be challenging and different rules applied for the even for the same airports in the country mm-hmm. uh, i will never forget that i was flying from djibouti to ethiopia mm-hmm. so i i landed in ethiopia and i wanted to enter the country as i did a few days ago because i went from ethiopia to djibouti mm-hmm. so when i went there to stamp my passport for the visa they told me uh, when are you leaving sir i said tomorrow i will sleep one night mm-hmm. oh very good so you are transit you will stay you will sleep at the airport Excuse me, but my stuff is at the hotel. I have to go there and pay. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. Show me your ticket. I tried to show the electronic yeah. ticket. Nothing. He, he, he wanted to. <laughs> he, he didn't allow me to get out of the airport. I should stay there. So I yeah. was, let's say, hopeless. I didn't know what to do. Yeah. He was insisting that I should stay and sleep there. So I just went to the next uh, employee mm-hmm. and I just said, "Hi, I would like a visa for Ethiopia." Yes, sir. 18 euros. I gave it. They stamped my passport. <laughs> I never understood what happened. What was so the other guy didn't really tell you that you, <laughs> yes, you yes, were missing yes. a visa. Exactly. <laughs> it was just so simple. So things like that, you know. Yeah, yeah. So how did, you, how did you figure out that it was the, the visa that was the problem? I, I don't know. I really, some, sometimes I don't know. I just went to the next employee, the next window, you know, to just to ask, yeah. to, to get a second opinion of what is happening. And, yeah, it's difficult to follow sometimes what they really want then. Yeah. And how, how it can be so so amazingly complicated. I had I had recently I just I was on a quick trip to, to Abu Dhabi mm-hmm. and I needed to be back the following day by a certain time and the only way back from, from that one was flying from from Abu Dhabi to Kuwait, from Kuwait, Qatar and Qatar to, to back to Helsinki. Yeah. So I thought it's fine. Yeah. However, there was one one glitch, and that was that my ticket was from Abu Dhabi to Kuwait was one, and mm-hmm. from Kuwait and onward was a different one. So I needed to check out my baggage and take it back in ah, again. Again, yeah. what does that mean? Well, I need a visa. Okay, <laughs> fine. They have this. This you can oh, do it on the internet yeah. in advance. Okay, I do that, yeah. and then I come there. Then no, no, with this one you can you just have your data pre-filled but you still need to go to the counter to get the visa mm-hmm. okay so i i was already slightly getting in a hurry there mm-hmm. and i go to the to the counter and said yes 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 but you need to pay in cash they don't take card Cuts. okay so how do i get the cash <laughs> well there's a atm yeah t- 50 meters there okay i go to the atm well I don't remember what the cost was, but there was a minimum like 50 euros that you could actually take out from the atm yeah so i need to take out that 
cash, <laughs> go there, pay pay the visa, so that I could go to the to the luggage carousel, pick yeah. my bag, take it to the check-in, and then go we'll to the next flight. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we it, used to have to do that when we were flying to Miami, actually. So we had to uh, the the flight from let's say from New York to Miami. So we flew from Helsinki to New York. And then from New York to Miami. So we had to take our luggage and put it on, on a different kind of place on, in New York. Mm. It was kind of odd because we uh, bought a ticket from Helsinki to Miami. And we had to do the same thing. It was not that hard. We didn't need to get a visa. But it was still... Well, I would yeah. say many things it's not hard. But then, then it's in the middle of the night. You're tired. Yeah. You just want to get home. And, yeah. and then it's like... I don't want to do this. <laughs> so it's, it's the traveling part. I mean, I don't know how many nights I spend in a flight. Yeah. So yeah. It, yeah, yeah, there's yeah. there's also the not nice part of about traveling. Typically, it's it's yeah. quickly in and out, yeah. and then you're spending uh, nights in in the, and then your eyes looks yeah. I, I, I accordingly the next day. <laughs> so any any so. pointers for the guys for people who travel? Uh, do you carry your own pillow or or something? Because you travel a lot. Is say, any pointers that we? Uh, I try to travel now? light though. I yeah. typically try to see if i can manage with only a hand carry even though it's i was just yeah. two weeks on travel and i managed with a just hand carry <laughs> two weeks so it's yeah uh, for me the, the most important thing that i will <laughs> i will have with me definitely mm. is my uh, e- earphones with noise cancelling oh yeah, yeah. i really yeah. need it during the flights to, yeah, to yeah, get yeah. some you know, so peace and be able quiet, to sleep yeah. i don't have that luxury but i use the, the basic one euro earplugs they work <laughs> as well uh, once I did a trip in, in Latin America, mm-hmm. uh, in Nicaragua, Ecuador, Peru, and I had 17 flights in 14 days. 17 flights? In 14 days. <laughs> and you know, different airlines, of course, yeah, yeah. with different rules, different uh, carrying allowance, uh, allowance mm-hmm. in, in the baggages, yeah. 20 kilos for one company, 23 for the other. Yeah. So there are things that you, know, you have to, to get used and live with it. Yeah. yeah. Well, already getting to one, I, going to New Zealand it was 36 hours to get mm-hmm. from Helsinki to to the final destination yeah traveling between uh, uh, Arabic countries and Israel this mm. can be a, a nightmare as well yeah because if you have uh, stamps in your passport for Arabic but they don't do that anymore they, really? they only give you a ticket uh, exactly yes this is what I tried to do in my last trip over there yeah, yeah. and I asked can you give because in Israel they will give you a different form that they are stamping your entrance and your exit. So yeah. I asked very politely the lady that was there in the passport control, eh, you, would you mind please if you will not stamp my, my passport, but you will give me this? Yeah, yes, of course, with pleasure. Mm. So she started checking my, my passport. Oh, you have been in Iraq. Yes, mm. uh, once, uh, twice, three times, four times. Yeah. So uh, I've been in, in a room with an officer for three hours. But he did his job and he was asking what yeah. I did in Iraq and all these details and details. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I finally got in, in Israel, but it was... That's I why you have two passports. Uh, in, in Greece, we are not allowed to have two passports, okay. unfortunately. Here we, we, here we are. One. Yeah. Here That's we are, so you can benefits. have two passports. Then ah. you can little see that, okay, perhaps I don't use this one in this case. <laughs> Oh, that's uh, oh, you can you you can do that really. Yes. You can do if the company. I mean, one the key thing is that when you apply for visas, mm-hmm. it may be your passport may be stuck with the whoever is issuing the visa. Mm-hmm. Like one the, week, two weeks, one yeah. month. You so mm-hmm. otherwise, you couldn't travel. Yeah, meanwhile, ah, so you're allowed yeah, yeah. to have actually two passports. 
Okay. So so that you can travel while you while you have the other one in for visa. Okay. Oh, and Finnish cool. passport is one of the let's say strongest. Uh, yeah, I've heard planet. that. Yeah, that it's it's the no, yeah. the, the yeah. Greek I think is one one category down. It's very yeah. yeah but uh, the fin- Finnish passport is one of the best. You don't require visa yeah. in, in many many countries, yeah. which makes things. Yeah, I've been stopped many times, and they say, "Well, you don't have the visa to enter." I said, "I don't need." Okay. Oh, really? And then they start checking there in the yeah. okay, yeah, fine. So uh, Finnish passport yeah. is good. Well, thank you guys. It was uh, nice to hear some stories from around the world, and and uh, let's continue sometime. Uh, I guess you have a lot of stories that you can. Maybe we'll have can. more. Yeah, <laughs> we'll yeah. Let's do that. Places and Great. Thank you. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you. It was our pleasure. Thank Thanks. you.